Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Happy Monday? Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday. And also shout out to to shout out to my dad. He tells me that he he told me today that he listens to every single episode and I'm literally crying. So shout out to you, Dad. I love you. If you're listening. So cute. Which you are. How supportive. I know that literally made me tear up. I was like, are you kidding? He's like, I listen to your podcast every Monday. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's He's so, so funny. Sweet. That's like Andrew's parents are like literally watch every single one of my YouTube videos. So like cute. it's their job. Like, like they and they just know nothing like yes. just know nothing about it. Just here to support. And that mm-hmm. is unconditional love. OK, we love we love that. Absolutely. <laughs> love that. So cute. Well, we have some updates for you guys to kind of just start the episode. This week, we are putting together our Italy group chat. So excited. Going to introduce all the girlies to each other, get everything kind of set up for for communication for everyone. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to, once we do that, we're going to figure out which day this week works best for everyone for our introductory Zoom call. So usually before our trips, we do a Zoom call once a month leading up to the trip just to make sure everyone feels comfortable, can ask any questions, whether that's like travel related, like passport, global entry, that kind of stuff, packing. Mm -hmm. I remember last year we did a packing one and we like showed outfits and like what we're packing and that was so fun. It's just so cute and fun. We're like just like on a big FaceTime call, like what are you guys bringing? And everyone gets to know each other. Yeah. So then if you don't know anyone and you're going solo, it's a good opportunity to just meet people, see everyone who's going, follow them on social media, start chatting and kind of building the relationship beforehand. That way, when we get there, it's kind of like everyone already knows each other for the most part, Mm -hmm. I would say. So it's really kind of fun and easy to just dive in at that point. So really excited for that and it's crazy that we're already starting our zoom calls for this trip so crazy how it's pretty soon like oh literally i know i was thinking this weekend i was like i need to start planning my outfits like i need to start like pulling pieces that i want to bring or start kind of thinking about for outfits so yeah Mm -hmm. and i feel like it's just gonna go by like this time is gonna go by so quickly and then the trip is gonna be here so yeah, so excited. So if you guys are still considering, I feel like now's the time to sign up. Don't wait last minute. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like we've also gotten some questions about our like trips, if we're doing these trips next year. So basically, we're not going to do like Italy next year. So if you guys are wanting to do Italy, now's the time because next mm-hmm. year we're going to do a completely different country that we haven't done a group trip in. So it'll be different. So I just had a few like questions. We had a few questions in the influence community DMs about the trips and all that. So this year, Italy, next year, somewhere, not Italy or France. So Mm -hmm. yes, 
so excited for Italy. Can't wait. We've posted some stuff on our Instagram page too with like details. The link is also in the bio as well. And then if you guys have questions, you can DM us. But I'm getting so excited. I literally, I'm not exaggerating when I say I dream about the gelato. Like I'm so We were just talking about this, honestly. I'm so excited too. So yeah, come to Italy with us, you guys. It'll be so much fun. And I feel like it'll be such a good way to end like european girl summer you know oh my gosh wrap it up so that'll be us (laughs) um okay let's do our influences of the week this week what is your current influence okay so i keep seeing girls in the cute this is how it started i keep seeing girls in the cutest like two-piece floral or like romper pj sets have you seen those do you know what i'm talking about like they're like pink and floral and they're just like so cute i see them everywhere um so i'm like okay so cute they're from amazon so i went down this like rabbit hole of deciding that i actually want to try out if amazon clothes are worth it and i actually have some winners and i'm shocked about them one of the pieces i wore to the farmer's market i got so many questions on it um but I put up a story of me wearing it it's so cute it's a pink little see-through top with a rose like I'm obsessed with it I can't believe it's from Amazon so I'm actually gonna do I'll show these to you like in the next week or so you'll see them on my Instagram so keep an eye out but I'm actually really surprised at how good (laughs) like I feel like I I don't know it's just like my luck it's like I've tried out a couple pieces and they were just like 100% misses so I don't know if I'm just ordering from the wrong sellers but like I ordered a dress that was a dupe of the rat and boa like black ruffly one oh and it was so bad it was bad wasn't obviously the image that they use is the rat and boa image so i'm like you can't tell what you're actually gonna get so i ordered it i was like oh i'll just try as like 20 bucks or something and it wasn't even like floor length and it was like very like boxy like it wasn't form-fitting at all i felt like i was wearing like were there any reviews honestly i forgot I forget. So I only I only do the ones with reviews, and I always make sure there's free returns if there's okay, not a maybe ton I need of reviews. To start doing that because then I can yeah, return because, it. So then I was like, what "Oh do my I, gosh, yes, okay." So you guys, that's the trick. You have to see if there's reviews, even if it's not on the product yet. Just anything that the seller has, like just look at the reviews, and you have to make sure it's free returns because then that just like screws everything up. Okay, yeah, because um, I did that, and then I did mm-hmm. the Orson Iris dupe top of, like, the crop version that I have. I got mm-hmm. a dupe of the long version, and it was, like, not good at all. Like, it wasn't mesh or see-through, so it was literally just, like, an all-white, like, long sleeve shirt. So it's just, with, like, like, a the... catfish of the photo they yes. used? Oh, my gosh. Okay, I have not experienced that. And that was, like, you know back-to-back, back, so I was, like, okay, yeah, this so you're is like, not I going give well. Up. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 So I've I've had some good luck recently. I will definitely do a video on it. I'm sure I'll get some misses in the mail. Um. So yeah, that's Cute. kind of what I've been trying out, and that's pretty much it. So what about you? What's your influence of the week? Okay, this is a new one for me, you guys. I feel like I've never been in this <laughs> <Dead>. before. <laughs> 
Um, okay, basically I'm in my saving girl era and so yeah, I'm not spending money. Um, because obviously like with the wedding coming up, like there's all mm-hmm. that. We're gonna start like house hunting, so saving money for Lots that because things. Andrew well, we basically agreed, like, you know, he's going to buy the house and then, like, I'm going to furnish it. That's, like, my contribution to the house. So I need mm-hmm. to save my monies for – and also because, like, I have, like, dream furniture that I want and, like, he wouldn't really care what we got. So mm-hmm. because I have a specific vision, I'm going to be in charge of furnishing. So when we find the right house, it could be next month. It could be next year. I just – I need to be ready, you know? And then obviously Europe trips coming up, like shopping there is way better than shopping here anyway. So I just remind myself of that every time I want to buy something. And honestly, I've, I'm not really like, haven't really been wanting anything lately. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I don't yeah. really ever experience this. Like I always want things. My list is always ongoing, but the things I do want can be purchased in Europe for way cheaper. Like, you know, I'm really planning. Like, I feel like I might walk into an Hermes store and see what happens. You know? Okay, love that. And then and you obviously, need to be ready. I have to be ready for that. So there's that. And then obviously we've talked about Mew Mew before. So like what might be in there? I don't know. And then I just really would love that St. Laurent beach bag now. Mm, so, so cute. I'm just like, I would rather have those things than like little purchases here and there. So I'm just like trying really hard not to buy things. So far, so good. This has been fun. Love I don't that. think I ordered anything era. last week. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is my current influence of just, you know, being an adult and saving money mm-hmm. and not impulse buying because I just get so excited. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, love that. Love, Love that for us. Um, this week's episode, you guys, we're doing a Q&A episode. We do one about once a month, and we just love when you guys send in questions. So we actually got quite a few questions, and so we figured we would just put it into an episode for you guys to refer back to. But yeah, I feel like it's really good questions this month. Yeah, super and detailed. I feel like a lot of people probably have very similar questions. So I feel like we can just honestly dive in. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay, so the first question says, oh yeah, also real quick, if you guys want to submit a question, you can either DM us um, or I think I created a form and I can't remember if it's on my blog or I think it is on the link page I made for the Influence Community page. You can, like, submit a question. You just, like, fill Mm. out the form. You can send a question that way, or you can obviously DM us individually as well. So whichever Mm. way you're comfortable with submitting a question, um, we'll take it. So got some stunning questions this week. Okay, first question. Hi, queens. Someone has invited me to an engagement group. What do you think of those? And that is from Erica. What do we think of those? Thank you for asking, Erica. Um, okay. I was <laughs> I was a little unaware that these were still around. Okay, so Honestly, if you guys same. are kind of like newer to the industry, engagement groups were a huge thing a few years ago. Like I want to say like three-ish years ago. Yeah. Um, they were super big. It was a great way to kind of grow. But um, 
the thing is Instagram started catching on and I don't know if it was a myth or not, but I don't think it was a myth. I feel like this was a thing that Instagram started flagging these groups, flagging the people. Yeah, they just started cracking down on engagement groups and like um, basically just not organic ways of engagement. So... Which I'm curious because, like, how did they do that or how did they know? Apparently, it was keywords in in messages, but, like, honestly, again. Oh, yeah, like, new posts. Like, I remember being in them and people would be like, you can't say new posts. Like, you have to, like, describe your post or something. Yeah. (laughs) But then, like, that became a thing. I know. Just, like, so crazy. So. And also, um, did you do engagement groups like on t- – I was probably in like yes, five I have engagement tri- groups at one I think point. I did. Like Telegram, WhatsApp, Instagram Yeah, so DMs. they moved offline. Well, at first then, it was easy because it was in the DMs and then you could just like yes. click the person's profile. But then when you had to do it like in WhatsApp or Telegram, you had to like link your post <laughs> and then you had to get rid of part of the link that says like The IG. shared yeah. – yeah. SHID or something. You had to get rid of that part because they were like, Instagram can track where you're sending this link or something. Yeah. It was, there's a whole backstory behind engagement groups. So I think really where people stand on this is it's not like super encouraged. I think that if you, this is the thing, if you are dedicating your time in the morning or whenever you post to engaging on other people's photos i swear to god you will have great engagement at at least in like your comments and stuff but that's pretty Mm -hmm. much what engagements are for is like engagement groups are for i think it's mainly like you get like comments back like right when you post so i would say skip the engagement group to be honest and just dedicate more time to organically engaging with people in the community in the industry if you don't know where to find more people go to other girls accounts see who's actively commenting on their photos and then just you can go down a rabbit hole with this like you can find new accounts I think this is a great way to find new accounts and like get you know some more engagement and like just or it's an organic way to do it and people do this like every day in the morning it's organic it's great you there's like some active daily commenters out there we love the supportive queens become a supportive queen i think is the main takeaway from this question (laughs) yeah and i feel like too with engagement groups it's kind of like a i wouldn't call it a toxic cycle but it becomes this cycle where you then become dependent on it because when you post in engagement groups, then, you know, you're supposed to go comment on everyone's post and they're supposed to go comment on yours. But then it's like if you stop the group, are people going to still comment on your content? Um, maybe if they follow you genuinely and like your content, yes. But if they're only doing it because it's part of the engagement group rules, then when you leave the group, probably not. And then your engagement is going to drop for a period until you can build it back up organically again so yeah like danielle just said you might as well just focus Mm -hmm. on engaging organically anyway because that's more natural and it's what's going to get you a lot further than yeah an engagement group because once you start it's kind of hard to stop yeah and people people i just think it's like instagram etiquette at this point like if there's someone who's always commenting on your post like showing you support like you do it back 
mm-hmm. uh, like as much as you can. So I well, just it's also think like treat others how you want to be treated. So right. It's like, obviously, it's so you want true. people to comment on your posts. So make sure you're commenting on others as well so that it can be this collaborative community and not just people expecting you to comment on their posts and they don't like respond or comment back at all. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah, I guess. This would be a no from both of us. Mm -hmm. It definitely used to be a thing. It used to be like very normal. Like everyone was doing it. There was no, it was like, oh, hey, like, are you in an engagement group? Like, can I join your engagement group? Like, one of my engagement groups um, stopped the other day. Can I join yours? yours? And I swear, I'm not even joking. I just like, I don't even know where to look or find this or she probably deleted it. But I swear I was in an engagement group with like Brie TC um the girl on selling sunset like funny back in the day like back back in the day before she was like anybody so i wish i could find out where that was but i'm sure when you become like some sort of celebrity you like erase everything so yeah (laughs) yeah good times but good times but yeah that's gonna be just a no better to just invest your time into actual engaging and you'll see a much much better long-lasting return Mm -hmm. than just like the quick engagement group comments i guess yeah although i will say one of the first engagement groups that i was in I actually made like so many friends from that one. That one was the engagement group. I'm pretty sure it was like with Hannah with the lipstick, Nina, Cameron, Jillian, and like a couple other girlies. That's a good group. (laughs) That was like one of the very, very first ones I joined and then actually became friends with these girls in real life, which is cool. But obviously that was the only time I had that experience. The other time was like not like that the other times so i mean yeah you could meet new people out of it but i feel like at this point it's pretty rare Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah okay hopefully that answers that question next question is from izzy and it says I absolutely love your podcast and look forward to listening every week. I know you guys have spoken about reaching out to PR companies, but how would you go about finding PR companies that are willing to invite micro-influencers? How would you go about reaching out to an agency for the first time? What is something you would say? What if they represent multiple brands you like? Um, What would be the best point of contact? Thank you. Love you guys. Thanks, Izzy. What a great question. Yeah, love the details in that. Okay, um, so I feel like there's a lot of little questions so we could like tackle kind yeah, of each let's unpack part. This. Okay. Let's so see. finding PR companies that are willing to invite micro influencers. Honestly, I feel like most PR companies are are open to inviting micro influencers. It's obviously dependent on the brand. It has to do with the brands that they represent. So if a PR company is only representing like really big brands I would say you're probably less likely to maybe like receive an invitation just because the brands like might be looking for more of a macro influencer but I would say most PR companies have a pretty well-rounded roster Roster, I want to say and definitely you know like your average fashion brand like they're definitely wanting micro influencers and macro I feel like there's always a pretty good mix so don't be intimidated by that. I feel like that probably does come off intimidating. 
Um, if you, you know, have a smaller following and you want to go to events and you've never been invited before, trust me, just reach out, reach Mm -hmm. out, say that you would love to be on the invite list for any upcoming events that a brand has going on. I feel like I would also research their brands and show that you like really did your research yeah like you could honestly like if you have posts about those brands you could be like here are some recent posts that i've Mm -hmm. done with some of the brands that you represent you know would love to attend any events you have and show social some like share some social love or social support yeah exactly brands anything like that um and i feel like another thing too is like if you don't know where to start is like if you follow people who are going to events and they're tagging the brand or the PR companies, save that, either screenshot it, Mm -hmm. if it's like a story, or if it's a post, you know, save it into like an agency, like create a folder on Instagram to save like collabs or agencies to reach out to. Um, That way you kind of have a starting point of like who to pitch if you see girls Mm -hmm. of like similar followings, or maybe girls with a little bit bigger followings, or even just in general. If you see someone like tagging a PR company, I feel like it doesn't hurt to just introduce yourself and reach out because I feel like they're the ones who have multiple opportunities and you never know what they have. So it's good to stay top of mind. So true. I think you could say something as simple as, I would love to be on your PR list for any upcoming events, showrooms, or mm-hmm. um, campaigns. Just something super simple. Again, like you said, introduce yourself, say that. That's all you really need to say because if they like, and like maybe like link your link your Instagram because if they like you, they'll just add you to the list. Like it's not like they really mm-hmm. need to do much. So, yeah feel like that's a good way to reach out to an agency for the first time i feel like too we might have mentioned that sometimes a lot of it is location based so because a lot of events happen in la new york miami if you don't live in those cities then it might be a little harder to find events to attend but i feel like a lot of cities now are kind of starting to have events for local pop-up events Mm -hmm. so it's like if you see a boutique in your area hosting something maybe go introduce yourself and say hi you never know who you'll meet i feel like some of the local boutiques in san diego that do events like we've made really good connections and met some really cool people Mm -hmm. through that so that's always cool or like even us like we don't even live in la we live in san diego so we have to make sure we make it known that we we would love to attend any events you know in la Mm -hmm. or whatever so honestly i feel like it's really putting yourself out there and just letting these brands know because i feel like they're always adding to their roster yeah and a lot of it is um relationship based too yeah um what if they represent multiple brands you like well i guess that kind of is all encompassing Oh, so like you're not like you're reaching out to the Bihar company for like a specific brand, but you're just reaching out because they have multiple brands. Yeah. And if they have a brand that you specifically really like, I would also just specifically say the brand. Yeah. Yeah. 
there's yeah. no harm in that yeah so um, it's like you then, could pitch yourself like in general to an agency mm-hmm. and then just be like hey like would love to attend anything you have upcoming and you know show support to your brands in general or if you know they represent a specific brand you could pitch um because i remember when like t3 micro used to be with be social so it's like i would pitch be social specifically for t3 so i feel like you could do it either way whichever one you're trying to accomplish i guess but you could also just do both so yeah good question on that part and then what would be the best person of contact point of contact I feel like the best one to look for is like PR at and then Mm -hmm. the agency I feel like it's kind of the best place to start yeah if you can find a name like you know someone who works there or if you can find a specific email obviously that helps but Usually how PR agencies work, if you don't know, is they are separated. Like each girl has a brand that they work with or the brand has a team of girls that or boys that they work with in the PR agency. So different mm-hmm. people work with different brands. They have different accounts. So yeah, I feel like finding the PR contact, hoping they'll redirect you to their team team for that a specific brand or just you know in general the PR one could be good mm-hmm. and yeah and easy like and accessible too, to find if you're looking for a certain brand sometimes brands have on their website under the contact us button PR like it'll just be like PR at and then the brand name.com or press I would try that and reaching out to those or even just DMing the brand asking for the best you know PR contact to reach out to like you'd love to send an email request for a certain brand or just the agency in general I feel like those are good places to find contacts and if you're really savvy LinkedIn is really good too Mm -hmm. because you can find the brand on LinkedIn and it'll list a bunch of people who work there so you can specifically look for what are some of the names of the positions? I'm like blanking. Like, um, usually a brand I manager, feel like brand coordinator, brand influencer manager, coordinator, account yeah, manager. Yeah. 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 I think an influencer, anything influencer, obviously, or like they influencer work. marketing. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's so many different names for some reason, but they all kind of mean the same thing. So yeah. I would look for something along the lines of that. And I feel like that's a good start on trying to get contact someone. And then side note, download Streak because then you can see if your emails are being read or not. And then that way you know you have like the right contact kind of. So mm-hmm. I actually had someone DM me the other week and be like, oh my gosh, I just downloaded Streak. This is the coolest thing ever. Like I don't I know why that. it took me so you long to number down- one number one influencer (laughs) i know it's so funny but yeah it's a game changer so don't sleep on that but yeah i feel like okay was that did we answer every part of that question that's everything okay cool so yeah hopefully that helps and i feel like at first the pr company part was kind of tricky but once you practice and pitch you kind of get the hang of it and then it becomes this thing ironically where like PR girls kind of move around and they switch PR companies yeah. <laughs> so then you have the in at the next PR company that they go to mm-hmm. 
and then as well as the old PR company. So it kind of just builds over time because there's a lot of like movement, which was why we've always talked about too, like not burning bridges and, you know, being respectful and just building relationships with your current PR girlies because you never know mm-hmm. where they're going to go, what brands they're going to work with, etc. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, The next question says, if you have any advice on reaching out to brands after they finish a campaign with you, like what do you say if you'd like to keep it going? Sometimes they end the conversation or if you want to work with them again another month, what would you suggest saying? Such good Good questions this week, you guys. Yes. Okay, I feel like with this one, you really, we've mentioned this before, but you really have to Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. paint the picture for them like send them your insights yeah. of how the campaign went with your audience and we've said this before like definitely take out and highlight the parts that did really well even if it's not necessarily likes if you got a lot a lot of swipe ups on wait link taps I'm always gonna say swipe ups <laughs> I feel like I whatever. know you guys know what I mean um on your stories or you got a lot of saves or you got a lot of replies or just good feedback like emphasize the parts Even that certain did comments really well. maybe you could screenshot true like if someone is like oh my gosh I love your outfit I'm obsessed like screenshotting maybe the top five comments mentioning mm-hmm. the outfit I feel like that's an idea yeah it could honestly be anything like paint the picture for them because realistically like they're gonna say thank you and move on if you give them a little something extra to work with and like visually see like wow this person's audience actually really reacts really well to our brand like we should keep collaborating with them that'll take you far with the brand so just make it so they can't say no and we've said that before yeah, I think too, just when you send, you know, your final email on the first campaign that you do with them, just, you know, thanking them and like, I really enjoyed working with you guys. I would love to extend this partnership another month as our, you know, previous collaboration together was successful. Here are some insights mm-hmm. from that collab. And then, like we just said, insert whatever did really, really well and highlight that, maybe put together. Um, what do we call that? Like a insight board or like insight a mood board? Deck. Yeah, like a deck and kind of show them. And I would keep it like short and sweet. Try not to be too mm-hmm. wordy. But, you know, after saying like, here's, you know, all the results, like I would love to extend this another month or another couple months or whatever you're trying to pitch and, you know, asking them like, would they be interested? Is that within their budget? Like looking forward to their thoughts and feedback or looking forward to just hearing back. And I feel like that's a good way to kind of wrap it up. And like you just like had so much fun working with them or like highlight why you loved working with them, like making it personal. Yeah. Another way you can say this is you can just say something like, I 
I'm currently locking in partnerships for the summer Ooh, or partnerships for the next month. Like, or a trip you love have to coming work. up. I feel yeah. like brands love trips. So it's Say, like if yes. you have a trip, like really push that and be like, hey, like like you literally just said, I feel like that's so good. Like would love to lock this in. For yeah, so then it I seems have. like also you're booked and busy. And if they want to secure a spot, like they'll do that if they have the budget or they if they have the availability. So yeah, I feel like that's another good way. Yeah, I think it just don't be afraid to ask because I feel like that's the hardest part. And I think that's where a lot of people lose out is because they're too intimidated or they don't want to like... I don't know, seem asky, but like that's the way to do it. And that's what everyone else is doing. So you might as well do it too. And it's very normal and common. I feel like with our agency that we're with, like we always see that conversation, like when they wrap up the campaigns, it's always like, you know, Alyssa really loved working with you guys. We would love to, you know, work together for the next month. If you have any, you know, campaign that you think would be a good fit, just anything like that, honestly, is just like letting them know that you're open. And sometimes I feel like it does come down to timing. Sometimes it's just not the right timing. Like maybe they've already locked in their partnerships for that month and you'll have to wait a week or two to ask for the following month or maybe you'll get lucky and they'll be like, oh, great. We're actually, you know, just finishing up like locking in partnerships for the next campaign. Like you just never know. So like it doesn't yeah, hurt just to ask. remember you like don't if, get what you don't ask for in yes. life and remember that if you're not asking someone else is so you might as well mm-hmm. ask be the one who's top of mind yeah yeah I think this is like I feel like this goes with the whole follow-up thing and just staying top of mind and keeping in touch I know I remember when pitching I would always kind of get nervous to ask for the Same. following month because I didn't want them to think that I was ungrateful because I just we just worked together for a month like I don't know but it's or like it's the business of it all yeah. yeah it really is and honestly this does happen a lot like brands just wrapping it up pretty quickly like saying thank you and not really you know extending the offer which is fine but yeah you definitely need to ask if you don't ask someone else's um, but yeah, it also just could be timing. Mm-hmm. Or if they compliment your content in any way, just being like, wow, I'm so happy you guys loved my content. Would mm-hmm. love to extend, you know, this partnership for another month, you know, and create similar content or wherever. Create content in Europe, create com- content on my next trip, whatever the situation is. I feel like coming up Oh, this is another good idea coming up with a campaign concept that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. So say, you know, it's June and you're just finishing up and you're like, hey, like I absolutely loved working with you in this brand. Um, I'm currently planning my 4th of July content and I, you know, I'm really going to be creating content centered around, you know, this theme. I would love to add your brand to my calendar or love whatever. That. I'd love to add, you know, your brand to the content that I'll be creating like let me know your thoughts on this and if this sounds good would love to move forward blah 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 like I feel Mm -hmm. like there are so many things you could kind of say to introduce that so I think brands are always looking I think I mean I've never been on the brand side but from what I've heard I feel like brands appreciate when influencers pitch 
a concept to them Mm -hmm. whether they go with it or not I think that's like it It really shows the brand that you care yeah and that you're putting a lot of effort into it and I feel like if you're doing that up front they're gonna expect or just feel more at ease that you're gonna put that same effort into the content you're creating yeah for me personally I feel like I love creating mood boards so it's like even if I don't have specific content as an example I'll go on Pinterest mm-hmm. and just like make a mood board like for Italy I made a mood board and I was like here's kind of the con my here's like the inspo yeah. for my content and what I'm going to be shooting while I'm abroad so like here's the vibe the inspo that way the brand can see if their products fit into that picture and then if it is a good fit then you just opened yourself up to an opportunity so yeah that's another love a mood board way to get in is a, a good mood board mm-hmm. but yeah yeah i feel like do you have anything else on that you want to say or i feel like that was pretty good yeah i feel like it's pretty much everything okay amazing on to yeah. the next question says hey guys first off just wanted to say i love and appreciate you for making this podcast as a micro influencer it's been immensely helpful love that that's why we do it um i'm currently in the process of seeking an influencer manager slash agency and was wondering if you have any advice on avoiding scams i've had a few brushes with agencies asking me to pay for management packages which i know from experience is usually a massive red flag any thoughts thanks for everything and this question is from gwen okay first of all thank you gwen for asking second of all I have never actually seen an agency, like, list out management packages. Have you? I was just trying to think, and the ones that I've personally encountered did not do that. Thank goodness, That is aggressive, and that is a scam. Yeah, yeah, you should never, ever have to pay an agency, like, a flat fee or whatever to represent Mm -hmm. you. The way it normally works is they take a cut of the deals that they bring in for you and that's normal and I feel like the 20% fee is pretty normal so I feel like if anything is over that that's also a red flag yeah red flag um there are we we've talked about this before there are a lot of management scams lately I feel like people are just popping up and creating management agencies because they feel like they have the contacts and well it's sad because I feel like they know that creators are like very interested in being represented and it's really cool to have management and it kind of like legitimizes you as a creator to be represented is what it feels like Mm -hmm. even though that's like not the case like you do not you absolutely do not need management if you don't want it like it just is a personal preference I feel like so yeah just keep that in mind yeah so just know that there are a lot of agencies popping up I really would if you are trying to find advice to avoid scams I would definitely look at their roster reach out to those girls make sure it's legit um Mm -hmm. and because there was like this one scam that went viral on TikTok where this girl we know she said that there was an agency that was 
listing her on their roster and she wasn't even signed with the agency. So yeah, just make sure the girls that they're on their roster are legit. Yes, like DM reach out them, to the girls. Get yes. their, yeah, awesome. like I every single time I've signed with well, okay, I've only signed with two agencies, so I can't but say yeah, every single time. Every time. But we have reached out to girls that are signed with them and made sure that they were happy or made sure that you kind of just like the main question is, are you happy and are they um, helping you like meet your financial goals pretty much? Mm-hmm. Like those are important questions to ask. Um, so yeah, definitely reach out to the roster. Um, I feel like the thing with the scam with the girl that you're talking about is kind of crazy because basically, yes, this agency was saying they represented her, but they didn't. And they would pitch her to these brands and then these brands would pay these huge fee to work with her. Mm, And then the agency would reach out to her and be like, hey, we have this brand deal for you. But then they were telling her it was a lower rate. And, you know, she thought it was weird, but she had a relationship with the brand. So she's like, okay, sure. And then basically that difference in money, the agency was just pocketing themselves and then giving her a lower rate. So that's that's like, I feel like very tricky and scammy and they probably like tried really, really hard to hide that scam. But I feel like most agencies aren't that creative with their scams, Mm -hmm. basically. Um Another thing, too, I would say is that I don't know why I think of this, but, like, I just think you should have an agency representing you that's located in your country, if that makes sense. Because yeah, I feel no, like 100%. there's UK agencies, which there's nothing wrong with those. But if you're based in the U.S., how do you know that they have relationships with U.S.-based brands or... I don't know if you're going to be getting, if they're going to be getting, they have relationships with UK based brands, but are those brands going to want to work with you if your demographic is US? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, yeah. And also like the laws are different and I feel like having a legal team. Yeah. Or somewhat of a legal team like is very important. If anything went wrong, like I feel like it's very hard to collect in another country yeah also with uk agencies sometimes i remember i was um considering one like a few years ago and in the contract you potentially have to pay a vat tax to them if that's present in the collab what so yeah so just like I would it's definitely. It's just more beneficial to keep with an agency in your keep, country. Yeah, stay in the just country, for logistical for sure. reasons, especially mm-hmm. like communication. If the time zones are different, how much longer oh gosh, is it going to yeah. take to communicate? In terms of like, if you're interested in a brand deal and just emails back and forth, it seems like that would be a lot more difficult than just mm-hmm. being with an agency in your country. Because I do feel like if an agency is slow to respond, that's kind of a red flag because communication is huge and you should have, you know, direct access and um, contact with these people. So that's another thing. Yeah, that's a huge one. And then another thing that we unfortunately both experienced was if the agency is telling you 
to basically change who you are, change your content. Like say there's a slow period and they might be like, oh, well, home and cooking content is doing really well right now. So like we really need you to start posting recipes and how to make whatever and you're just like I'm literally a fashion page and I've never posted cooking in my life I'm not about to start right now (laughs) yeah this has happened to me I posted with a damn pan on in COVID you guys with some spaghetti in it and I'm just like I can't (laughs) oh my gosh yeah Good times, but um, yeah, so make sure they're not asking you to change your niche, your content, who you are, okay? That's a right, huge like, thing. They should be wanting you to join for the content you're creating. That's the whole point. So, yeah. Yeah. I Also, I would just check their website, see what their presence looks like. I feel like that's another way to kind of tell if it's a scam I don't know there there are a bunch of little things to just look out for and it's like don't ignore the red flags just because you want to sign with an agency because I feel like you could just get stuck with so many issues and problems if you are not careful with this stuff and there are just so many agencies like we said popping up nowadays you really, really have to be careful because any agency can claim they worked with any brand. Like, just because they have a website with quote-unquote brands they've worked for, like, no mm-hmm. one's policing that. They can literally say anything. They can say who, whoever they want. They could say, like, if they, if one of their clients had a gifted, like, YSL Beauty package, yeah. they could literally put YSL Beauty on their Even if like, they page. never worked with them. Yeah, I feel like just make sure you're getting some, like, go to their roster, make sure the girls are happy that are currently there. Yeah, and if and they don't have any try, girls, like, I wouldn't sign. I would try to reach out between three and five girls because you want to get, like, a full, I guess, like, because one girl true. might have a bad experience, which is fine. I feel like there's always, there might be that one. But if all the other ones, like, say it's fine, they're happy, then, like, that's pretty good I feel like yeah but then it's like if the majority of people are saying like they're not happy they're looking to switch like then maybe that's kind of a red flag to maybe hold off mm-hmm. so yeah hopefully yeah. that answers the question never pay to be with an agency like you just pay the 20 percent fee that you give them but they should be getting you more collabs and they should be getting you higher rates too so I feel like those are the absolute main things to look out for but yeah hopefully that helps that's kind of what we've always done oh yeah and Mm -hmm. always one last thing on that is you can always do like an intro call with them ask them to just hop on a call and chat and you can get the vibe that way too. Like, is it a long conversation? Yeah. Is it short? Are they engaged? Like, are they asking questions about you? Like, when you ask questions, are they answering it? Or are they, like, avoiding it? Because um, I feel like that's fair. Like, you could ask, like, oh, like, if you have any clients, like, similar to me, like, what brands are you currently pitching that client to? Like, mm-hmm. what brands do you think, like, are a good fit for me that are on your rosters? you know what just asking questions in general just to like yeah you're interviewing them you Mm -hmm. guys yeah don't let them twist it around so and if it's not a good fit like don't feel bad walking away the right opportunity will come along so it's like do not sign with Mm -hmm. the wrong one because then you'll miss the right opportunity so yeah 
Yeah. Okay. I agree. All righty. And then our last question is, says, hi, Alyssa Danielle. I love your podcast and listen to it every week. You guys honestly have helped me so much on my creator journey. I did have a question regarding agencies and maybe you can talk about it in one of your next episodes, but I signed with an agency a few months ago and they have yet to bring in a paid collab for me. It's strictly gifting, which is from good brands, but I do not I don't know how to go about asking them why I haven't gotten anything and what to do next. I'm thinking I might need to end the contract at some point since there's no set length, but just not sure. And this was sent in from Jenny. Thank you, Jenny, for sending in this question. And this is a good one because I feel like this happens a lot. Um, I definitely think if an agency isn't able to secure a paid collaboration within maximum two months, like truly maximum. That is a red flag in itself. Like these agencies are formed because they have the contacts and like they have the relationships or working with them with other girls that they have. I, I, that's just a huge red flag for me. And I feel like they should be giving you feedback on why brands are passing on collaborating with you so yeah yeah, I would definitely be questioning the relationship I feel like when you sign with an agency at first they're trying to impress you so it's like they almost have like two to three paid collabs lined up for you in order to kind of wow you to sign with them Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's definitely a red flag and I feel like another thing you can do with an agency is maybe do a trial period for a couple months to see how it goes you can kind of gauge like what they're bringing in for you and if you want to sign an exclusivity contract with them you can always ask to do that like a a trial I feel like that's pretty Mm -hmm. normal and I think too like she mentions that her contract is it just like doesn't really no set length I feel like that's a good thing because I feel like if you're not vibing with an agency and they're not getting anything for you you should mutually be able to part ways and not be stuck like in a year contract because that doesn't benefit really anyone why would they want you on their roster if they're not getting you any deals and why would you want to be signed if you know they're not bringing in money so I feel like that's also something to think about but they should like I feel like it's so important to have the conversation with them to say like hey this is my goal monthly like this is the number I want to be hitting consistently Mm -hmm. Um, or like, hey, these are brands that I really want to work with. I've seen girls post about paid partnerships with them. So like I would love to be pitched to these brands. Maybe have like a pitch list of brands that you really want to work with and give that to them. That way you kind of know that like you're telling them exactly what you're looking for and then they can pitch you. And then like Danielle just said, getting feedback if something isn't working. Like I always tell my management like, please share feedback from brands. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just want to know, like, is it, is my aesthetic just different from theirs? Like, is there a certain, um, what's it called? Like insight that I need to work on. Like, do I need mm-hmm. to improve my engagement? Like link clicks, like what are they looking for? I think that really helps too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel like agree. you should definitely be getting more than just gifting for sure. So I think it's time to just kind of have the conversation maybe and like bring it up to them and say you know hey like I appreciate the gifting but I am 
curious as to why there hasn't been any paid partnerships yet. You know, here are some brands I'd love to be pitched to. I've seen girls being paid. Like, what brands are you pitching me to? You know, ask them that. And also, you're, you're allowed like, to ask these questions. Yeah, 100%. And also, them, if their response is just they want to kickstart the relationship, that is not a valid response. Like, okay, to an extent, yes. But first of all, I'm seeing this like more and more where brands just want to gift you to start the relationship. I'm so tired of it because unless they have like you can see on I will literally go to these brands like tag posts and just to be sure that they are actually working with creators or in a paid capacity yeah if there's like any sort of legitimacy to what they're saying of like oh we're gonna start working with creators like I feel like brands are low-key like trying to scam actually high-key scamming (laughs) influencers right now saying that they are focusing on paid they are going to start their paid or focusing on gifted and they're gonna start doing their paid collaborations like later this year like no, you're not going to work for free still. Like, that's the thing. There can't be any strings attached um, to that sort of, like, relationship to gifted um, yeah, gifted stuff. So, yeah, yeah just get I the think feedback. Just being transparent and having good communication with them and asking them the hard questions. Like, at the end of the day, this is your business. This is, you know, if you're doing it full time, this is how you pay your bills. This is your financial stability. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is their job to bring in paid partnerships. And then especially if you're bringing in paid partnerships on your end that you pass off to them to negotiate, you know, they're getting cut of that, but then they're not bringing anything into you that just seems like it's not worth it on your end. So I would just start asking questions and say, hey, who are you pitching me to? Like ask them for specific brands. Like what's the feedback? Why are they not picking me? That's why it's so important. I feel like to kind of vet the agency before you even sign because some agencies, they just like sign as many influencers as they can. And then they have a brand come to them and say, hey, we want to do this campaign. And they just literally submit the list of um, influencers Mm -hmm. to the brand And then the brand just picks off the roster who they want to work with. And that's that. So it's not like you're being specifically pitched. And like, I know that like the mass roster pitching is common, but like also you should be individually pitched as well. On top of that to brands that you're specifically requesting or wanting to work with. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's tough but sometimes you have to have those tough conversations and then I feel like you'll get the clarity of what you need to do whether you feel good about how the conversation went and you're going to stick it out a couple more months or if you just feel off and you don't like their approach anymore and you just want to end the contract I feel like you have to do what's best for you at the end of the day and then like we said earlier the agency works for you you don't work Mm -hmm. for the agency Yeah, and I feel like that's the most important thing to keep in mind because it's easy to get lost in that. Yeah, 100%. So hopefully that answers your question. I feel like these questions were so great. Thank you guys so much for submitting questions. And Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of people have similar questions to this. So if you're nervous to ask a question, just think about it that way. Like you're probably not the only person who has this question. So feel free to send it in and then you don't have to send your name or you can say you want to be anonymous or you can say you want your name shouted out, whatever you guys want. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, we appreciate it and hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Do you want to share our listener of the week? Yes, our listener of the week is Izzy. Her handle is Izzy, I-Z-Z-I Friedman, F-R-I-E-D-M-A-N, just one word no space no spaces or dots or anything um izzy thank you for submitting some amazing detailed questions we really appreciate it she's also such a supportive queen and she's a colorful girly which i love so yeah shout out to you izzy thank you so much we appreciate you Yes, thank you so much. And like you guys can always feel comfortable asking questions. You can also ask questions. We have our Facebook group as well. So you can join that. It's the influence community on Facebook where we just what do we do in there? We do all the fun things. We share, like find girls in your location. Yep. Random collab questions. If you don't know if an email is legit or not, you can post it in there and people will let you know just all the things so yeah we'd love to have you in our group and I feel like that's pretty much it for this week's episode um Mm -hmm. yeah our our minds are on Italy so come join us in Italy this September we're so excited and we're gonna start all of our group chats and zoom calls this week so you don't want to miss out it's gonna be so much fun and yeah we'll chat with you guys in the next episode have a good week guys bye bye Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye.